0: It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. Uh, Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's
1: a few pros and cons with this. With
0: Trevor Long
1: from yourtechlife.com.
0: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I
1: really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music
0: anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor, way to providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 239. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com will tell you about their Arlo range of smart home security cameras shortly. But I, Trevor Long, am joined here in, in, in the real life because we did make that commitment to our audience uh, that we will try and do that more often than not in 2016 by Stephen Fenwick from techguide.com.au. And Stephen, we are we're we're on date night. Uh, yes, we are. Let me just qualify that. We're in uh, we're in the event cinemas in George Street,
1: and <laughs> and uh, I had a, a a double pass to see the new Steve Jobs film. Very excellent film. We're going to talk about it in a minute. And Joe and, uh, just got brushed. No, nah, Joe had no interest whatsoever. And I thought, well, why don't you come in here, watch the movie, be my plus one. There was a buffer zone, there was a seat between us, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's have a chat about it. So uh, that's what, exactly what we're doing.
0: Here we are. We, uh, we are available to you on Twitter at any time using the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag, and of course, you can follow me at Trevor Long, and Stephen Fennick, you can follow at Stephen Fennick with a PH, and uh, most of the things we talk about, write about, are available at eftm.com.au and techguide.com.au. Stephen, we're just going to plow through this episode because <clears throat> it'd be easier for me to edit, basically, let's be clear. <laughs> so... First and foremost, that's the first movie I've seen in a, in a very long time <laughs> um, sitting in the cinema. The first, Star, first movie that is in Star Wars I've seen for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and you've yeah. seen that a hundred <laughs> times. Um, but I, I, was, I was quite excited to watch this movie because I saw the, the, the Ashton Kutcher version you know the the jobs movie that was the independent um, version yes this was this was a little bit more um based on the book and different things but this was, this was more official
1: this was based on the walter isaacson book mm-hmm. and it was written by my i'm a huge fan of his work aaron sorkin yep. and he's he also scripted the social network as you can recall based on the creation that's a Facebook. movie i've watched yes mm. so there you go so uh, aaron sorkin has seemed to have cornered the market in uh, mm. tech movies based on tech companies.
0: Yeah. Now I may be a stupidly emotional father but that drove me cuckoo and there was things coming to my eyes at times because it was it, there was drawing on the heartstrings with the whole father-daughter relationship. No massive spoilers here but it, it's, it feels to me to be two parallel storylines about the yeah. father-daughter relationship and the, the rise, fall, rise of yeah. Steve Jobs. Um, i got to say I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Like from my point of view it's like a four and a half star movie. Yeah. The problem is... I don't think it's for everyone. I think it's only for people who have a deep interest. It's like a documentary. You you only watch a a documentary on the Lego factory if you care 20% about Lego, right? You've really got to have an interest in the history of Apple, the history of Steve Jobs, to want to enjoy that movie, right? And I think that's its problem. It doesn't have mass market appeal. Absolutely. No, I agree. It's not for everyone, but I think there's going to be, you know,
1: anyone who owns an iPhone, an iPad, an iMac, any any kind of Apple product, Mm. there's going to be a curiosity factor here. The other attraction is the fact that it was written by Aaron Sorkin, who yep. made—he's he, a genius. He's a—he's an absolutely genius writer. The script—it—it it, it played like a symphony. The—the the way that the it rolled off like Michael Fassbender, who played Steve Jobs, Kate Winslet, who played Joanna Hoffman, his longtime assistant, both nominated for Oscars. Mm. So their performances, backed up by a great script, was was
0: gold. Yep. Now.
1: It, 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 it is based on the book and I've read so, the book.
0: So I only read like one chapter yeah. of the book and, yeah. and that's about as much reading yeah. as I've done in my lifetime. But t- talk to me about that because obviously the book was con- – was the book chronological? It was kind of a, an all-the-way-through-the-life, yeah. whereas this this was a bit of dropping backwards and forwards. Yeah. And, and as I understand it, there's no way it was a, an accurate portrayal of events. It was more a, a bunch of things that happened – Screen written to make a good movie. Well, the structure of it was very interesting, and
1: uh, he he structured it. It was like the three acts of the film. The first act was the launch of the (coughs) Mac in 1984 at the Flint Center, which we've been to to for the the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch launch. That's right. And And iPhone six, (laughs) iPhone six, of course. Poor little phone. 1988 then was the second event where he'd left. He'd been kicked out of Apple and started next. Then it was a uh, '98 when they launched the original uh, iMac, the uh, the the Bondi Blue iMac. Now, all of those events, all of those things, weren't s- packed into the five minutes before every launch. So, so structurally, he took some license. So
0: basically, a lot of the um, a lot of the storylines, the story arcs, whatever you want to call them, that occur in this movie were were compacted into a smaller period of time for you know thematic dramatic dramatic purposes, which is fine as long as you don't think that actually these things happen in those time moments. Because frankly, half the half the things that happen, you'd think, why the hell did you do that just a minute before? You know, it's a bit silly in that sense. But I think um, what. Mm. The Was character was interesting to me. Mm. Now played by uh, Seth Rogen. Interesting uh, choice of uh, I. I thought I've read a, uh, bits and pieces about the Was reaction to the different movies and the different yeah. portrayals of him. And I understand he doesn't see this as being an accurate portrayal. Yeah. But you know, it, it's probably a nice way for an outsider to look in and understand the evolution of his relationship with Steve Jobs. Yeah. Is that probably a, a, an accurate. assessment? I think. Well, the the book
1: obviously was a warts and all portrayal, and that's what Steve Jobs <coughs> wanted from Walter Isaacson. And that's what we got. You've got to remember that Aaron Sorkin's a writer who has to make a script dramatic, mm. and what makes a script dramatic is conflict.
0: And and the, mm. the way that he was portrayed as this really demanding... Um Let's be clear, if there's kiddies in the car, um, go back to something else, kiddies. Steve Jobs is an asshole in this movie.
1: Well, he's portrayed as the... The genius who won't take no for an answer—I think—is yeah. a nicer way to put it. And oh, no, he's an answer. That, that, that was that was written in the book, and all those incidents that happened—that was accurate, mm. and it, it was. The the fact that he's cherry picked those parts of his life story was interesting. And they, and look, like any book, you're going to remember the most interesting parts. And the interesting parts of this book were these areas where people. As you,
0: you said to me as we walked out, uh, when you're making a movie, you've got to make a, a a story that is going to be dramatic. It's going to have absolutely. clashes. It's going to have those conflicts. those conflicts yeah, because otherwise, right. you know, it's just we someone. We're just making a book into a into absolutely, a film, right? Absolutely right. Now, mm-hmm. I think that um, it was the the the, chari- the the the
1: portrayal of him and, and the decision to choose those that sort of as the heart of it was look you're going to walk out of there thinking geez he was not the very nicest bloke in the world
0: and and that may be the case and there will be people in the world looking at that going that's an accurate portrayal of him
1: that is the Steve Jobs I knew well, that's not what Apple have said Tim Tim um, Tim Cook's on record saying that's
0: not the Steve I knew and and no, that's no, fair but, but I said there will be people oh, yeah, so and and we had a a conversation post the movie about people and you've got to appreciate that different people see people different ways and you know I have a, I have a representation of people um, other people who had a much smaller interaction with that same person may have a very different view and I think that's the snapshot that, that you've got to take from that is that in reality, there are probably people that think that's a genuine portrayal of the Steve Jobs they had an interaction with. Because that's the funny thing about people. They make a judgment based on one interaction and never another one. But in reality, Woz, for example, um, may have had those uh, deeply personal, uh, combative incidents, but in the end, he knows the true Steve Jobs across the whole whole, whole life and story. <clears throat> that was an interesting... Uh, the,
1: the, 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 the scenes with Woz and Steve Jobs really interesting in the fact that it did it, it accurately portray the fact that was was the was the guy who wrote the code and was the board creator and all that and Steve was the salesman that that was accurate and 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 the the scene really great scene in there where where um was is asking him he goes look you're not an engineer you're not a designer you, you, you know right what, what, what do you do what and, do you and do? And he said and they the, the, this conversation took place in the orchestra pit at the san francisco uh, opera house wherever it was and he said i play the orchestra because yeah. he'd be talking about what the hell does a conductor do everyone's playing their instruments mm. the conductor plays the orchestra that was his role and looking back now uh, you know we obviously saw only the imac launch the I, uh, original mac launch but you got to remember that the book also covers the genius behind the ipod which he touches on right at the end. Remember that right he end. touches on it. That's not a spoiler. We all know what happens in the, in the Apple story. But you know, then there's the iPad and the iPhone, and and you know, this is only the kind of the bottled early part of his story, the most dramatic part of his story. Because when he came back to Apple, it was all it was all because he came back to Apple. Remember, and in the film, I remember it mentions it. they were ninety days from bankruptcy. From anxiety, yeah. yeah, so. When he came back to Apple, he was the. It was the biggest comeback of all time. He was the savior of the company, and that's not what was in the movie. The the bit that was in the movie was his return, on the brink of disaster, and that's it. So it was the most turbulent time of the company that was portrayed in that film. So, people have to sort of keep that in mind. That yes, it, it does make him out to be uh, you know not the nicest bloke in the world, mm-hmm. but. That's not the entire Apple story. That was just the most turbulent yeah. time—the times where he's clashing with Scully and all these mm. other, you know, the former
0: Pepsi CEO who came to to Apple as well. Mm. So you've read the book, and 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 the book is an accurate portrayal of Steve Jobs' life. Yeah, that's that's it is. That, yeah, that that that's it what is. it is. Steve Jobs was involved in yep. that book, right? Yep. So if you've read the book, you know the story of Steve Jobs. I've not read the book, so what I'm wondering for people listening, thinking. Do I go and watch the movie, or what am I? What what am I going to the movie with the intent f- of getting out of it? Yeah. Is not the Steve Jobs story, but a bunch of anecdotes. Basically, it's a bunch of anecdotes about yeah. Steve Jobs stitched, stitched into a yeah. in, into a dramatic movie.
1: And, and they didn't all happen before the three product launches that we mentioned. It was it was shoehorned into that structure. Yeah. And Aaron Sorkin's open about this how he wrote the film. But um, you know, another we reason to see it is. Because it's an Aaron Sorkin script. Now oh. there's so many, uh, just 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 the the flow of his his script, and it's almost musical the way that he writes his script. So, scripts. what does Walter Isaacson
0: think of a movie like that? Do you reckon? Yeah, well, I, I think that because it starts off, you know, based on the book. Yeah, by, it does. It so, does it, yeah. if, if it's based Sony, on that's
1: a Sony picture. So, even though Universal have uh, screening it, it was a Sony picture to begin with. They bought the rights to the book.
0: So, yeah. so if I'm Walter. I've, I've spent my blood sweat and tears on a book that goes here's Steve Jobs blood sweat and tears and I'm sure there's a lot of tears and there's a lot of blood and there's a lot of sweat in there but really we've just pulled out a bit of the blood and 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 gusto that's I think an author I guess an author knows that that what has no, to happen of in a, in a, a couple of hour movie.
1: they took some license they, like Steve Jobs I'm sure probably wasn't as as flowery a, a speaker as Andrew Aaron Sorkin is a writer mm. so there's a lot of things that were said that were funny that were you know the the, the, the play on words and, and the whole structure of it that, that was done to entertain you've got so to remember then, this is to
0: entertain so then if I'm to uh, if we're, if we're at, a, at a cocktail party or something someone's talking about yeah, Steve Jobs yeah we go Gordon's. to a lot of cocktail parties no but I'm at a dinner I'm, I'm somewhere and yeah, someone's yeah. talking about Steve Jobs yeah. uh, as if they knew him or worked with him or something. Yeah. is it safe to pull a, a part out of the movie on its own without the context of where it was placed no, in the movie I
1: don't think so at all
0: no Look, see. Well, look, when you when you
1: look, the book's quite thick. You got to remember yeah, this. This was like a, I think it was a hundred minute movie. The book's massive. So, reading his story and seeing this behaviour in the context of what he did, what he was developing and what he achieved, I think it's tempered to think. Well, you know, this bloke bloody changed the world. Yeah. So, yeah, he had enemies. Yeah, he kind of did it. He had a my way or the highway attitude, which is what we saw in the film. But. That's, that's how it was done. It's like you can't make an omelette without broken eggs, yeah. with some eggs.
0: Do you reckon, I mean, we're two tech blokes doing a podcast about yeah, technology. I mean, thinking, yeah. um, do you reckon it's safe to say people that are interested in listening to us week in, week out talk about technology would absolutely love that movie? They would. Yeah, I think if you've got
1: any kind of tech interest and you, if you're an Apple fan... Uh, definitely, it'd be an attraction. And again, if you're a fan of Aaron Sorkin, The West Wing, uh, Sports Night, newsroom. Studio Sixty, The Newsroom, The Social Network, then you know, come and see this because you'll, you'll, it's typical Aaron Sorkin script: funny, uh, poignant, dramatic. Uh, you know, it's got everything. So well shot, well cast. Yeah, it's a bloody it, good well, movie. Danny Boyle, the director, Oscar-winning director, mm-hmm. uh, and so the, the the ingredients are there. And as I said, Fassbender. Kate Winslet, both Oscar nominees on the on the back of it. Um, How Aaron Sorkin never got nominated for best adapted screenplay uh, for the. I knew that was a category. Well, <laughs> it's always been a category because if uh, there's original screenplay which oh, you I'm make. Saying, up, seriously,
0: uh, yeah. I, I'm surprised
1: a- he never actor and
0: movie is all I, I knew yeah. existed as categories. But
1: I'm an Oscar fan too. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and so, last question, last conversation to have about this: uh, the Ashton Kutcher Jobs yeah. movie. Versus this one, I've got to be honest. I don't even remember how well, it rolled, I, but I do. but it was a little bit more biopic. Yes, it was. was wasn't it? Absolute good word.
1: Very good word. Yes. Biopic. <laughs> it's a biopic. That's very good. But it was. You're right. It, it was more uh, a, a timeline of the early part, and they too. Ended just, but I think, at the uh, iPod launch. They never mm-hmm. went past that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It, it was a more, let's make him look like Steve Jobs. Let's make
0: yeah. him walk yeah. like Steve Jobs. The Fassbender oh, I, you know, my, didn't really look like Steve Jobs, really, did he? You know what? And I love that. Yeah, I was kind of fixated it with Ashton really matter, Kutcher in Jobs, yeah. trying to be like Jobs, whereas... And I think he played Jobs very, very he well. Did.
1: Even to his walk, he sort oh, of stooped,
0: sure. shoulder a little walk. But what he you was... realise walking out of Steve Jobs, what a stupidly <laughs> annoying set of movies, is it wasn't important that you looked and played like him it's important that you just tell the story that's been, right. a, that's been adapted, right? That, that was that, that's what they said going in. By the way, everyone, we are sitting outside of Studio One, two, whatever it is, at the and event center. Like, and Stephen and is yeah. itching to get this podcast just over with and just barge into a studio. No, no I'm not. I won't no. do that. I won't do that. In, uh, what's I'll it called? The Force that Awakens. That is force We can that. hear it. He was sitting here before we were recording people and he could hear a... Vroom. I could hear a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, like that. and uh, all and it, I could hear was it, d- it, d- it, d- and, uh, it was like a dog
1: hearing a dog whistle was I I pricked
0: up. I could hear the kids' movie in the next <laughs> cinema, and you could hear the lightsabers <laughs> in one. Anyway, yeah. um, so look, I'm, I'm, I am going to say four and a half stars as yeah. a, as a movie for a tech enthusiast. Four and a half absolutely, stars. Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, and he, as you said though, you did
1: say it's not for everyone. It's not going to have a. Wide, if you're not a tech enthusiast, it's yeah, a two well, and a half star movie. Well, if, if it's not going to have as wide a release as The Force Awakens, right? It's going to be limited it release. Smash.
0: Just smash it if they but, did. But
1: uh, I yeah. think it, it. People will will see the trailer. They'll they'll read reviews, including this one. This is a review for the two blokes, mm. um, and I, I think they'll they'll give it a go if, if they're interested in tech and how they're taking a look behind the curtain, literally behind the curtain, yeah. fly on the wall type of stuff. Then this is the movie for yeah. you.
0: All right, Steve Jobs is in as we think tomorrow, but doesn't really matter. It's uh, you'll you'll see no, the posters for it coming soon. Uh, it was great to get a preview, and we thank Universal for that. Um, but uh, you'll you'll better. I'm sure Stephen will will write a review for Tech Guide, will oh, Yeah, right? yeah, I'll do yeah, yeah I'll okay. Do I I probably won't. Yeah, I'll um, do I've I've said what I need to say here and now. <laughs> I mean, this is exclusive. My thoughts yeah. are exclusive to this podcast. Well, I've
1: got to get my thoughts down on paper.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Two Bikes Talking Tech episode 239, and we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And if you want. Uh, to keep an eye on things that are happening at home. The most precious things in your life are at home and uh, your home is one of your biggest investments, so get an Arlo range of smart home security cameras. The Arlo cameras sit wire-free, 100% wire-free in all conditions. They can be outside, they can be in the dark, they do not need power. It is a fantastic system that allows you to remotely monitor activity and motion from anywhere in the world. We can be sitting here in George Street while back at my house, motion is detected at the front door. I get an alert on my, on my Apple Watch. I get an alert on my phone. I get an alert via email. I get to choose where I get those alerts. I can watch the video remotely. It's the best way to stay connected with what's happening at your home. Check it out, netgear.com.au or AU. Now, Stephen. <clears throat> um Jeez, you're
1: really serious about the no stings? Oh, hey, mate, hey, hey, ding, the ding, the ding, 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 <laughs>
0: um, I'm not saying I'm lazy, but I just want to bring the podcast to people as quickly did as possible. You have an right? S before that one, did you know that I was mate? just going to yeah. say, yeah, I was just going to say, Stephen, what are you wearing? <laughs> very
1: good segue,
0: very good segue. I'm wearing the
1: Microsoft Band 2. And so are you. Yeah, I was going to so say you.
0: You should say the same thing. You are. And
1: uh, it, this was uh, launched today. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. It is uh, for sale. It was. Do you remember when the Microsoft store yes. opened? There was like a window of about two weeks where you could buy it. Then they took it away, like a Disney movie back. Oh, in they, the took away, they? they took it away, did they? Took oh. it away. Right. So they said, right, a limited limited time. I did not Boom. know that. It was available in the US only. <laughs> right. Limited sale. Now, it's going to go wide sale tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is uh, the 20, 21st of January. Yep.
0: Now, this is the Microsoft... Well, we say wide sale, Harvey Norman, JG's. JB Hi-Fi, Rebel Sport, yes. and Microsoft Stores Online, too. Very good. Now, this is a... $379 activity
1: band. Activity band. It's, well, it's not cheap, but I think when you consider what it can do, so it's, it's as much a smart watch as it is an activity band, mm. so many features where it can track your your steps, your sleep... You can. It's even got uh, you know reminders from your phone, notifications. But you can even track things like your running, your cycling, your, your time in the gym. It's even got workouts, can suggest workouts. And one of my favorite parts, you can even use it on the golf course. So it's got okay. GPS built into this thing. So unlike the Apple Watch, which needs the iPhone for its GPS, this has GPS on its own. So you don't need a phone for it to track your run, for it to track your golf round. It can find where you're playing. It can even detect... When you hit the ball and mark that down as a stroke, so you don't have to write on a scorecard.
0: which am looking forward to you writing off your golf club membership based on this review. <laughs> um, what I found interesting was the it. I, I've got a, and I know looking at me, you wouldn't believe I've ever reviewed fitness products, but I have actually. I, in fact, I can remember clearly it was like two thousand and nine or something, and yeah. Adidas. The people representing them were just desperate for me to review this thing called My Coach, yeah. and I, I actually rang the boy back and I said, "Listen, champ." I don't know if not we've seen ever met. Of you, <laughs> yes, it? I don't know if we've ever met, but it's probably not going to happen. Anyway, I gave it a whirl, and it was very interesting. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was headphones through your MP3 player, all this kind of stuff, talking you through, you know, run faster, do do 10 minutes slower, and all kinds of stuff. And so this goes into that category. So fitness trackers, your Fitbit, your Garmin, Vivo Smart, Vivo yeah. Fits, those kind of things, they track your steps and maybe your heart rate these days. And then some of them are getting notifications from your phones. That starts to get into the smart band category. But what Microsoft's saying is, they, they see this below a smartwatch, A, because it's priced well well below most smartwatches, not much below. But, but not much, but it, it also because of its functionality. So you can use the Microsoft Health app or website to either choose a training plan or create one. And I, th- I actually think that is the here, which is why it's pretty critical there in Rebel Sport. Yeah. You, you can say, you know, I want to do a, a 2K jog and then I wanna do uh, you know, a rest for five minutes and then I wanna do sprints, burpees, whatever the heck yep. you're doing, right? And you <laughs> I can put see you doing me, Yeah, you know, I don't know what one is, but um, but you can plan that and then sync it with the band and it steps you through that using yeah. vibrations to alert you. So it's yeah. it's a very serious potential fitness tool as we are joined by the people leaving what yeah. sounded like a kid's movie to me. I don't think that's Star Wars. No. But no, you're right. I think this,
1: I think it, it's, a, it's, I, I would describe it as an ambitious product. It can do a lot of stuff. It can also provide insight so it can look at your sleep. It can sort of suggest, you know, because I went to bed early and I ra- my next day's run was, was good or bad. Uh, because I had a coffee I trained really well. So I can look at all these things you're doing and stitch them together to give you some feedback <laughs> on, okay, you do this, this happened, why? So, so it's it, you sort of called it ambitious, deeper. right?
0: They talk about how it has 11 sensors, including a UV sensor, which is yeah. very exciting. It's, it's on actually device. on the bottom of it, I would call it the bottom, but you wear it on the top and it can detect Mine's the sunlight. And and the idea there is it can actually, if you're playing golf, it'll actually say, hey, dude, um, yeah. sunscreen again, you know? No, Stuff yeah. like that is very exciting. But yeah. is it too ambitious? Because... I've got to say, it's big. Like it's a big unit compared to most fitness well, trackers. It is probably similarly width and and, and size to a, a Viva. Uh, sorry, a, a Fitbit. Uh, surge or charge HR those kind of big ones but they're very elasticy and plasticy this is a very solid unit for about 40 percent of the the band it's a solid bit of unit so I I'm just going to be honest mate I've only been wearing it for four hours but I don't feel it to be a massively comfortable thing the jawbone which I wore for years was just a thing that was on my wrist this I can feel it, mate, and you I'll, might need the large one. What do you got? The little, no, no, but you, you know, got the puny I can, medium. I one, can it? open it up. I can <laughs> open it up further. It's <laughs> not about, about the large. I, I, I'm,
1: but remember, I'm you loosen it.
0: You loosen it. It's not going to get your yeah. heart rate as well.
1: Well,
0: I'm comfortable with it. How well, it is? Loosens that, mate. Oh, that's, oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's, that's pretty. It's pretty much on the skin. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> So um, I, don't, I don't mind it. I think comfort-wise, I've, I've had worse. Yep. Uh, I don't think, like, look at us madmen. We're both wearing Apple Watches, and on the other wrist, we've got our Microsoft Band. But see, it's not meant to replace a watch, right? Well, no, I disagree. I think it can display the time. It's got everything you need. Mate. It's got your notifications. It's, I'm gonna, it does I'm put everything. i out there. It's a fugly watch, right? Well, you're not going to wear that as a watch. I think a lot of people will. Mate. I think there's if you're going to fork out 380 bucks. On a device like this, you're going to make use of it
0: all day and even all night. Microsoft's problem, though, is people like Garmin have excellent sports watches that do look like watches, are very yeah. wearable every day. You know, your Phoenix at your top level, down to your forerunners runners and stuff, which contract bloody swimming and strokes yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So they do have that combination where it can be one day it can be this and the other day it can Maybe. be that. But my problem
1: with that is that if you're a Phoenix 3 user, for example, or a a Sunto Traverse, those high-end GPS, full-on, you need to be a
0: triathlete to use it, to to justify it, there's too big a disconnect between, there's too big a gap in the market. I would argue Garmin, even TomTom have watches that look like normal watches that do, mm, I'm going to say, 80%, 90% of the usable features of this, even though that, that, that... See, the thing about Microsoft is... That's, um, and that's not a quotable uh, a percentage, but if we just said 80 or 90% of the features in this are in other millions of things, if that 10%, is that enough to get people to buy and wear this thing? That's what their challenge is. Um, I think the, the the wider, broader distribution is very good. I think the Rebel Sport thing is probably the yep. the icing on the cake for them in terms of the way it looks and is presented. Um, but it is, oh, mate, it's a niche product. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how well it goes. I think uh,
1: Microsoft were very clever to make this compatible with not just Windows
0: Phone but also 100%. Android, uh, iPhone. That would have Jeez, been silly not to. Don't they push that universal platform thing across well, a lot of their products? It's a then. smart move because,
1: and, and you know, the only thing that you, the only benefit of having a Windows. Phone phone is you can actually answer calls on it so you can re- Cortana, talk on it um, yeah. Cortana is on board so that's the only advantage too bad if you're a BlackBerry user sorry can't help you but
0: Blackberry it's, priv- it's, Android,
1: it's, yeah. it's meant to be a device that will appeal to a wide audience it's meant to be something that a triathlete could use and a soccer mum could use it's to me. It's got that kind of appeal. It's not cheap, but it's for someone who. And they played a really good video at the launch today, where this guy who was focusing on losing weight, his wife had passed away. He's single dad, and he had to get into shape to be around for his son. Yep. That that was quite dramatic. How he used the calculator, the, the the calorie counter, and the exercise functionality, and. He.
0: this is what helped him get into shape okay so I'm going to be warts and all here I'm overweight I'm well aware of that I actually I'm leaving my work I'm I'm going to have more time I actually do want to not get fit but I definitely want to get into that right but it's interesting to wear something like this and say I'm not sure this is the one that I'd choose right to get me through that and to guide me through it so I'm not sure as someone who is literally willing to make a decision on a product because the thing is you've got to choose one thing to take you through it you know to be your coach through those sessions and things like that I don't know that I wouldn't just go to Garmin on that because oh, yeah, no, they, they've got that history. I don't know whether I trust Microsoft to be my, my health advisor. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think, look, my, my, my
1: view on this, I'm impressed with it. Yep. I think it ticks enough boxes for people. It's got the heart rate monitor. It's got and let's a good be, let's screen. be clear on
0: price. Fitbit. It can be 399 at the with all the, with all the bells and whistles too. It's a bit, so its surge, which is closest to this, is, is about 300 bucks. I think it's yeah. $399, no, is not they've just dropped the price. Ah, right, okay. It's, it's not far off it. That's right. So, and so, they are, it's, it's, so let's be clear, it's very competitive on price. Yep. It's a very unique design. Yep. Um, and I actually really like the clasp. I think they've done a great job making the yep. clasp something easier to, yeah. to close. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, this has got plenty of features. I think it's going to
1: take a while to work through them all. But I think that... It's, it's a great all-rounder. That's yeah. what I like about it. It does tick a lot of the boxes, and people are going to find, well... If if they're not using it for training, they're going to use it for reminders and to track their sleep. And if maybe one day they will go for a walk, and it'll see them, it'll encourage them to yep. to do that. Uh, so it, it, there's plenty of options too with your exercise. It's got reminders. Uh, it, it's and, and mate, just the golf, just the golfing part of it is impressive. Yeah. There, I haven't seen any many other golf GPS devices that can
0: detect when the you hit. hit the shot. Yeah, that's brilliant. That that that, in, that itself's worth half the problem. Well, let's play golf, mate. Let's go. I'm in. Let's go. I've got a couple of days a week a now where I'm doing at, I'm my a thing. At St. Can, you, can Can I hire I'll clubs there? You
1: on, mate? I'll swing. I might have a set of clubs. We should do that one
0: day. Absolutely. Let's do that one afternoon. Absolutely. You have to appreciate that I don't really play golf, so well, I'll, what, I'll be ten for your three. I'm
1: I'm no Tiger Woods, but I can play. But I'm not yeah. I'm off twenty five or something. So yeah,
0: I'm not, actually you know it's going to true. I might have to wait a little while because my arm's still not oh, ready I, yet. That's but right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll give it a whirl. Absolutely. Look, initial. We are literally talking one day impression. Steven's impressed. I I, I like what they've done. I'm not yet sure where. It fits in the market is my assessment at this yeah. very early stage i will give it a, a good few days before i i make an assessment on things I, i'm desperate to have a sleep tracker again i've, yeah. I've missed that from my jaw well, bone. jawbone yeah you did that before yeah, yeah. and I, I stopped wearing it may also bec- give you the silent alarm too remember like the jawbone used to give you the little yeah, vibration my body went eh, dude i'm across that <laughs> and I ignore them uh, i've got a great silent alarm um on the today show on friday the one that you've got to to, to turn it off you've got to get out of bed and stand on the mat it's brilliant because that, really gets, you out that of bed. gets you out of bed. I like
1: the alarm clock that used to actually have wheels. And when the alarm clock went, the wheel would roll off into the distance. Roll you had off. to
0: chase it. Yeah. yeah. The tip is charge your phone at the other end of the room and, and, uh, and set the alarm there. All right, Microsoft Band 2. Um, uh, initial thoughts and things will be up at techguide.com.au very soon. Now, um, Logitech, this is an interesting one for me. Got the release from Logitech, uh, I think, late last week. Uh, about a new Harmony remote. Now, the Harmony remote was actually quite a reasonable product line for them for a little while. I feel like they kind of dropped away from it or just didn't focus on it for a while while they, I don't know, readapted uh, to where they were in the it's, market. It's been around. On and
1: used I've used the, the one before you're talking about. Yep. Um, I've got the one, mm. that that one. Which, which is the one? I think it's actually two before that one.
0: So, so the new one is, is there's actually two. One, and the Logitech Harmony Elite is what I've got. The only difference being the actual physical remote either has a screen or doesn't. So the basic one doesn't have a screen on it. The one I'm using has a touch screen on the remote. But we've That's all the seen got, the one I've got. It's got the touch screen. The older one. We've model. we've all seen universal remotes, and Logitech's had them for a very long time. The difference here is the smartphone and the connectivity. So. What it is, instead of it being all in the remote and you, you, they've still got the same smarts where you basically program it online or via the app to tell it what you've got and it learned, doesn't need learning, it, you just tell it what you own. Um, the difference is the hub is the critical part, this little thing that sits, sits in front of the TV and not only because it, it knows what you've got but you can use your smartphone as a remote yep. which is outstanding Because my kids get up in the morning, they go and watch bloody Stampy on YouTube. Mate, I got up the other morning and I start muting the TV. It was hilarious. Jackson's going, what? What's He had no idea I'd set this thing up. And the second thing is, if you've got a bunch of, not all, but a bunch of really cool smart home uh, connectivity products, the one that really applies in Australia is Philips Hue. Um, but, you know, they've got thermostats and different things. Yes. But really, in Australia, Philips Hue or the LifeX bulbs, you can actually control them. So here's the cool thing. You're setting activities. In, in the Logitech system, you've always set activities. So I want to watch a movie. So it turns on your Blu-ray player and your TV or whatever you yeah. do. Now you can say, I want to watch a movie. It dims the lights. It sets the yeah. thing. So it does the whole thing. So it adds thing. the smarts because the, the,
1: the, uh, the smartphone application works because when you buy the remote control you buy a, the, the license with the remote and you program it you create an online presence of all your devices yep. c- that can then be used like my kids so my much kids
0: have got it on their phones too so s- they can control it so that. much easier now to yeah. do with the smartphone app um the the benefit now is being able to also bring in a few other smart home things oh i'm interested always in this smart home ecosystem because we are have, it's funny coming out of the Steve Jobs movie we are in a, in a problematic world where there are too many ecosystems with a yeah. smart home I would love for my Arlo's to talk to my Belkin's to talk to my Philips Hue yeah. but all three don't talk together even through an independent system well, like a- if Apple are trying to have their with the home kit they're trying to bring everyone together not everyone's kind of playing which cooler. has been two years worth of talk yeah. and, and no action so look Har- Har- Harmony Elite which is what I'm reviewing I'll, I'll put a review up in, in the coming week it's a great product 250 up um, so not a, not a cheap product but in terms of universal remote really easy to the set universal up universal
1: remote that is cheap true that
0: true really good. easy to set up great functionality and the smartphone functionality is a great feature as well uh, you are listening to the two blokes talking tech episode 239 thanks to the good people at netgear and we're going to continue without a sting we're going to talk about the martian now this is the thing we th- talk about it enough people will vis- will, will audibly visualize yes, of course
1: of course now this is an, uh, am i going to say this line or are you two blokes talking
0: well, M- movies. <laughs> talking movies because you're going to talk yeah. about another bloody movie.
1: That's right. Well, the March Should we branch
0: out? Should we? Should we shelve this and, and bring out another podcast? I reckon I could. I could uh, supply a lot of content for that. For that, I- I'm available. I've got nothing yeah. else to do with you my can life. Just run the stings. <laughs> I provide another view absolutely. on things. We would end up going to a lot of movies together, and people oh, would talk. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind getting invited to all the movies.
1: Uh, as long as we keep the buffer zone, mate, that's yeah. all good. But anyway, The uh, the Martian, the reason I'm talking about The Martian is A, it's a great movie directed by Ridley Scott, starring Matt Damon. Six it was Oscar on my plane on the way to the States. I didn't watch it. Yeah, on your plane, on your private plane. Yeah. <laughs> Virgin well, Australia was set up exclusively have, for me. I, have, I just yeah. happened
0: to let another couple hundred people on. Like. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
1: I, I have seen it. It is a brilliant movie. Six, six Oscar nominations, including Matt Damon. Uh, the reason I'm talking about it is because it is available today on digital hd so if you if you're hanging to see this movie at home you can download it today on digital hd two weeks before it's released on
0: blu-ray or dvd so what itunes big pond what itunes
1: google play and it does have all the extras that you can where would i find find? a link to such a thing oh well there is one on techguide.com.au as a matter of fact but there is you get on itunes of course it's there but the uh, the uh, the ability for you to download this today, and also to have all those extra features, it's part of the download. Like you hmm. think I'm only going to get the movie with the download? That's wrong.
0: You get all the extras. So, it's like in iTunes, they've got iTunes extras, yeah, right. extra So, there, yeah, it, a right. lot of
1: people think, well, no, I'm going to I'm just going to buy the Blu-ray because yes. I want the extras. Yeah. But you do get the extras with the digital HD, and you can watch it today rather than waiting for the Blu-ray, which is going to be uh, early February. Yep. You can watch the Martian. So, what's the what's day? the
0: motivation behind? Releasing it early or or releasing the the Blu-ray late.
1: Well, I think that they they know that the digital the digital play is a strong one. And Why are you whispering? Because I'm not whispering. I'm talking in my normal voice, but um, I think that f- this is a Fox film, by the way, 20th Century Fox. Is it because we've been joined by other people here. They're, we do have an audience, but yeah. that's okay. But it, it is uh, the, obviously digital downloads are, are becoming. And they are testing popular. the waters though? Definitely. This yeah. isn't the first time they've done it, by no. the way. They've done it before, and people are now look. We're we're a Netflix society nowadays. We're streaming content. down downloading content package media i'm still a big fan of it i like Apparently to see people had a reason news. to go back
0: to their streaming services on that's, a weekly basis that's right yes good call trevor but right, so. uh
1: yes but the martian anyway available today on digital hd two weeks ahead of
0: Blue. check it out techguide.com there's a link at the bottom if you're looking for a download so stephen i feel like we've missed this for some time we had a couple of weeks off over new year we had ces was a busy busy time Indeed. Indeed. I've had a lot of emails privately pe- <laughs> people haven't been on the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag no. they've been DMing me because I've opened DMs I'm, I'm open to hear from people but if you abuse me I will abuse back just that's my rules okay. um, and they've been saying what about Stephen's you Minute, minute, minute reviews? reviews and I've said to them bad news they're not coming back
1: well you are wrong
0: Oh, breaking They're news, back, baby! First
1: one we're talking about is the Sony Xperia Z5 Premium, 5.5 inch full 4K screen, world's first 4K screen on a mobile.
0: So announced at IFA, um, was it just not made available in, at available the same until time? Just before Christmas, it, right? It was
1: it was available in mid to late December, mm. so it sort of it Christmas really and CES right? got in the way before my review. Okay. So, you look know, great screen, 23 megapixel camera, waterproof. Uh, Not quite the two-day battery life. They said two-day battery life lasted a day like any other smartphone. Um, What a shock. Design is uh, pretty similar to how it was last year. Still pretty thin and light. But if you're looking for a premium device that takes great photos, has a dazzling screen. People are saying, why would you need a 4K screen on a phone? Well, that's a a good question, right? But you think about it. What's display? What screen do you look at more than any other screen in your life?
0: I'll give you another reason. Virtual reality. You put it in that's a Google it. Cardboard yeah, and stupid. 4K makes Absolutely. the virtual reality That's what pop. I use it for. Actually, I use it for the Star Wars had a VR Jaku
1: Spy. Two blokes talking movie. It was uh, just before the film came out and I watched it every day. A new episode came out. I watched it on the oh. Z5 Premium.
0: Great camera and great design because it's got that mirror finish on, the, on it. It's available in, uh, what, three colours? Black
1: in uh, mirror silver and gold. And it's uh, 1199 bucks. But everyone's thinking, whoa, that's expensive. But hang on a minute. It's about the same price as an iPhone, about the same price as a Galaxy, but this has got expandable memory. It's got a better camera. It's waterproof, and it's got a four K screen. And so,
0: I, look, I know this is the minute reviews, but I accept all of that from Sony. It is better in many many ways. Yeah. It is not the product people want, and that's the problem with the price. Well, it's I like think- mate. It's like again. Let's bring it back to Steve Jobs' movie, mate. the, the Mac was overpriced. overpriced. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you launched it earlier, uh, launched it with the, with a lower price, it pr- maybe wouldn't have failed the way it did. Maybe. So, is that a yeah. problem for smartphone? We've know. been talking yeah. about this if people want to go back to episode 1. Here's we've been question. talking about this on yeah, tablets to, yeah. for years. So, here's the question, right?
1: Does Sony by making it cheaper Cheap in the make it appear
0: to be a cheaper product? No, Does they it just appear. Like the features speak for themselves. Yeah. So, but mate, they're not speaking for themselves. We've talked about this a million times. Yeah, the features I mean, don't speak for themselves. People are buying iPhones in but, droves. But that's the thing. So once people sort of once they step out of the Apple
1: Samsung shadow, there's a lot of great phones out there. Look, at Alcatel my, One Touch is number three. Great analogy, you know.
0: Great analogy. How do you get them out of the shadow? That's right. With a big placard that yeah. says, we're, "We're cheaper, we're cheaper. We're Come cheaper. and try us."
1: Fair enough. Fair anyway, enough.
0: My, my exact quote in my review
1: is that it's not cheap at 11.99, but it's in the same price bracket as a lot of other high-end devices. But those rivals can't match many of the Z5's premium
0: features. I feel like that was read directly off the screen. It was an place. exact quote. Stephen's minute reviews continue with uh, a light bulb. Stephen, who would have thought well, we would a review a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> How many Phoenix <laughs> does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, just the one, okay. and that would be me. It,
1: if it's the Sengled Pulse, which is an LED light bulb that has a JBL speaker on board. So just imagine you want to put speakers around your house. Well, how do you do it? You've got to find power points, or if you want to go really right to town, you've got to drill holes in ceilings and try to get speakers around the house that way. Well, here's another way you can do it. Screw them into your light sockets. Screw them. That's it. Screw them. The Sengled Pulse available, is a, it just uses a normal light socket, either a screw, screw. Or bayonet. Or bayonet as well. That's right. That's both. And it works with Bluetooth. Not I think Wi-Fi. screw
0: has a different name. It does. I think no, bayonet it's and screw, no? No, really screw cap. They okay. call it screw cap and bayonet cap. But anyway, ziggy the, zaggy. Uh, the hashtag if that can the, be corrected. Uh, the
1: bulbs. It's a big mother of a thing, mate. It is a big thing. But here's the thing: once you download the app, you can not only control the light, you can, can you make also it smaller. Control the music. No, you can't make the bulb smaller. There are smaller models, I think, but not not with as, as good a speaker. This has got a JBL 30 watt speaker on board, so it's pretty good and it's a Bluetooth system. So there's a master globe and s- up to seven other satellite globes you can have in your home all through the one system. So uh, being Bluetooth means there's no real messy and complicated Wi-Fi setup. You just simply pair to the master and then it goes to all the satellites as well. And it is priced at 349 for the starter pack, which includes the master and the satellite and the satellite bulbs are 169 bucks each.
0: Those are not cheap light bulbs. But if you are looking to how much is a Bluetooth yes. speaker, though? That's an excellent point, Stephen. Yeah. I had never... That, that feels it like it answers speaker. a question that hasn't been asked, but yes. I'll uh, let that one carry over <laughs> and we'll see how, how well it plays in the market. I just wouldn't invest. Uh, you are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. We have been sitting here at the event cinemas. We don't really thank them for their hospitality because we just found a little corner and sat <laughs> here. Um, they haven't and provided drinks. A couple of people came out Geez, they brushed and up a minute review, did they? Yeah, they, they? did, yeah. Mm. They, they, they bolted, because you
1: know why? Because you bag Sony. <laughs> They were of Asian appearance.
0: <laughs> there was no drinks provided. Oh, there was nothing. Sony, they, saw, they were so Hang on, they're bad-mouthing Sony. they are in trouble now. Yeah. Thanks to our good friends at Sony. I appreciate their support over, the, over many years. It would have been great, though, Event Cinemas, if you had provided two blokes with a, like a Coke and cop, yeah, yeah. popcorn, a yeah. choc-top. Yeah. I don't drink any, eat any of those things. What's a bloke got to do? What's a bloke got to do to do get, get, get a, a drink? choc-top? Drink. Fair yeah. income. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for that, Link. We'll be back again next week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening
1: to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.